Yo, what's up, man? This is Foul the Leader Podcast. It's been crazy right now. We're talking about the NBA free agency. Who's here? Who's there? We all know LeBron James is with the Lakers. After a long standing, you know, it was in between everybody, Lakers and the Cavs. It wasn't the Lakers and the Cavs, man. And come on. He, he, he opted out. He opted out that contract. Did y'all actually think he was going to the Cavs? And the Sixers made their run, as people say, oh, they wasn't really in it. Sixers was always in it, always in it. I mean, from the start of last season, these writers, they want to put, they, they get away with putting a lot of opinions, a lot of lies in their stuff, man. Everybody knows the Sixers is right there in the thick of things, but LeBron wanted to go to L.A. That's just what it was. He listened to see, okay, let me see if I really, really want to go to L.A., but... He went to L.A. You know, Sixers made a good push. They, they was going for Kawhi Leonard, which I think is still in the fold. I think they're still in the fold. I don't think they should if it's a one-year deal. I mean, it was all to bring LeBron over. If, if if Kawhi wanted to stay one year, if he wanted to stay one year and then say, uh, okay, I'm leaving and LeBron's still here, that's cool, but we ain't got LeBron. So why would we want Kawhi give away Dario Sarge, Robert Covington, and three first-round draft picks, which the Spurs are asking for? Why would we give away that? Why would the Sixers make that move when you basically giving them away for one year? Nah, I'm sorry. Keep them first round picks. Keep them in tow. You know, it's good to have 2021 class is going to be crazy. Sick with it. I mean, unbelievably crazy. All right. So right now, the Sixers are still in a good position, regardless, without a star. You just want to push the, you know, you want to push the envelope more so you can be over the top. That's all that is because people are second guessing. The Celtics beat the Sixers. Okay. And the Sixers did sign JJ Reddick. Welcome back, JJ. Uh, 12, 13 million dollar range one year. Bring him back. Sharpshooter, marksman, assassin. Bring him back to Philly. Um, that's going to be huge. This is just as huge as getting anybody. The chemistry of a 52 win team is all intact again. So it's only going to get better. Ben Simmons is only his first year being compared to Oscar Robinson and so many different people. Um, the, the magics. I mean, this guy made the league come up again. Like it was another hype. And then the other rookies like, Oh, I got to show out Donovan Mitchell. Then Jason Tatum breaks out in the playoffs real hard. I mean, he did his thing in the season, but it was nothing close to Ben Simmons and Mitchell in the season, man. Um, I want to talk about this, this crazy, um, crazy assumption that the Sixers won't be better than the Celtics. Listen to me. We know Kyrie's coming. He's a problem. He's a problem. He's one of the top five best players in the league. Gordon Hayward is a good, great player. I mean, he's an all-star. But you're talking about two youngies. I mean, these guys have, have, have stepped into the game and put their foot in there. They showed you basically what they're about. You know the peak of Kyrie Irving. You know the peak of Hayward. You don't know what in the world Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons are going to do as young as they are. It's their first years together. Kyrie has been to the playoffs, been to multiple, he's been the finals before, you know, with LeBron and all that. He's, he's done that. He's done all that. Ben Simmons ain't even touched that yet. This is his first year in the league, and he had 52 wins. Led them to 17 straight. You mean to tell me just because Boston beat them, Barely, it was four of the games that won, but them games was close itself for one game. Close games. But you saw what happened. Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid never been in the playoffs. Terry Rozier learned from playoff teams. He didn't even step on the floor. 
He wasn't even a key contributor in none of those playoff teams. Until finally now, Terry Rozier showed himself. Jalen Brown, I mean, he's been a good talent, but he finally reaching his peak now. And he showed it, learning from those playoff teams, sitting on the bench. Marcus Smart, coming from the 2014 nice draft that had Joel Embiid, Jabari Parker, Andrew Wiggins. He didn't show nothing like he was that, that player that they thought he was going to be until now, this year. Like last year, he was showing little spurts and all this, but this is the year he finally touched the whole league, showing people what he's about. This is the first time. These guys learn from playoff teams. Sixers made a big run. They even had me convinced that, hey, they could make a championship run because other teams didn't seem like they was in tow. Well, Boston was in tow. There's no surprise when you look at the team. They're supposed to know from playoff teams. They're supposed to be like this. This was supposed to happen. Everybody was getting surprised. Even Stephen A. Smith, he was doing the um, the mini-me thing. He was talking about the, the Sixers. I think they're going to make the, to the finals. And all of a sudden, he gets to all oh, the Celtics. Trust their process. and What, what is that? Stephen A., you he hypocrite. He went right That's my guy, man. But he went back. He always does that sometimes. But he did it this time. You're going to go back now and say this is the process. When you were with the process. No, nah, man. Boston's a new product. No, nah, man. Listen, they did what they're supposed to do. They learned right. And they did it. They had Al Horford, Marcus Morris around them. They had veterans that a lot of them guys had played with. All these guys were their first time gelling together and got 52 wins. Do you think them coming in next year will be able to stop the Sixers with experience, chemistry, and being battle-tested? No. Two most transitional superstars in the NBA. Generational talents on the same team. Look what they did their first year. And y'all mean to tell me you think, oh, you don't think Boston going to? No, they're not going to evolve better than the Sixers. This is not going to happen. This is their first year. It's all these guys. If they, if you put Terry Rozier, Marcus Smart, Marcus, and um, Jalen Brown all on the same team, Jason Tatum, and they would have stepped on the floor the first time together, do you think they would have got 52 wins? Even if you put Al Horford with them their first year. Put Al Horford in there. You could put Kyrie Irving with them. Do you think they're going to get 52 wins their first year? There's no way in the world. You're going to say, oh, Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving didn't even do it by himself in Cleveland. Are y'all crazy? Before LeBron came, did he take any young guys to the promised land? Did he take them to 52 wins? All right, so y'all talking crazy right now. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Everybody got surprised by Boston. Don't act like all y'all knew that Boston, no, they was, no, y'all didn't even know they was like that. Y'all didn't know that could happen. Y'all didn't know Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum is going to be a great player. No question. No question. But what was the difference between his rookie year and Ben Simmons' rookie year? What was the difference between his rookie year and Joel Embiid's rookie year? Jason Tatum got to learn off the bench. He got to learn around professionals and pray he didn't have nothing rushed to him. Soon as Embiid stepped on the floor, he was, hey, here, take the ball. Do what you need to do. Here, we need you. <laughs> off injury and all that. Men's restriction, he was the carrier. Same thing with Dario Sarge. They had to come through and play ball. And then Ben Simmons comes in. I mean, I don't understand the logic of basketball. Nobody predicted. Let me tell you something. It's the truth to writers, to anybody talking crazy. Nobody thought that Boston was going to be like that. Now y'all predicting them now? Ever since they beat the Sixers and took LeBron James and, and the rest and, and the rest 
LeBron and the rest, like they just was all healthy and they had, you know, good enough talent to beat anybody. No, they were all Cleveland Cavaliers were crippled. Mentally wise, chemistry wise, team. LeBron just had a lot of class. Oh, I don't know nobody talking about my teammates. I would say the same thing. You're supposed to. But none of them did what they were supposed to do. None of them. You saw the mistakes. You saw the injuries. You saw what was going on. So Boston, yes, a team that's more chemistry together did they thing. LeBron took that team past Boston. So everybody need to quit all that. Nobody predicted Boston. All oh, they ain't got Kyrie. Everybody thought that. Then all of a sudden, they thinking, oh, well, you know, this team is, no, nah, man, get out of here. Get out of here. Miami, Miami, we, okay, Miami against Philly. That was just clearly, come on, man. They didn't have enough. Boston had reached past the first round to the conference, you know, conference finals. Miami didn't reach nowhere. So this was a team that clearly was no match for a younger Philadelphia team that was too explosive. They didn't even have that type of chemistry with this team at all. They didn't even reach nowhere. Like, where? What are you talking about? Miami, another team that was the perfect matchup for Philly because that team didn't have, they wasn't battle-tested. They was not battle-tested as much as Boston at all. So like I say, the Sixers will dominate. They won't dominate. It'll be it'll be the, the rivalry's back. Lakers got LeBron. It makes them relevant in itself. And the Celtics got Kyrie. And then Philadelphia got Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid. Okay? So we're talking about, you know, this Lakers, Celtics, and Sixers rival is back. That's great for basketball, period. Detroit Pistons are going to be good again with Blake Griffin, Andre Drummond. You know, you bring in teams like that. Milwaukee back in the day was a a a, a good team. Sidney Moncrief and those guys. Now they're back. They got Greek Freak. They got Eric Besso. It's going down. It's going to be great in basketball again, people. Talk about the East, this and that. East is evolving, man. They got young players. I expect people to say that the West got the most better teams. I expect that. I expect that right now. I mean, but if you really want to break things down, if you really want to break things down, Really want to break it down? The Warriors are the best team. They're the favorite to win it all, in my opinion. I mean, you can go uh, Rockets are right there. They proved it. They're right there. Chris Paul went down. Who knows what we'll be talking about right now. Um, Pelicans, I think they'll get back Boogie. We'll see what happens. The Lakers are after him, but I think they'll get back Boogie. they get back Boogie. That's another team to look at. Okay, OKC, y'all can say what y'all want. It is hard. It is hard, hard, hard work. Hard work to sit there and say, okay, we're going to get these three guys. We're going to put them on a team, the elite. And people forget about the chemistry of things. Teams don't get together. It's, it's everybody ain't LeBron. LeBron get two guys. He get a left and a right hand man. And he go for the goal. And he gets to it. And he gets it. How many guys have done that over the past 20, 30 years? As much as LeBron has. It's been one team that came close to that, and that was the Boston Celtics. You know, them, but them guys knew each other. LeBron didn't play off court with Bosch, and Wade was his boy. He became his boy, but how long did it take for them to get to the finals? One time, one year. One year. How many teams do that? Is that common? For one player to always do it. Now y'all think that Paul George, Westbrook, and Carmelo get together, they can do it. No. It don't happen like that. Chris Paul, James Harden, okay. Wasn't three people. 
Now you got another year of chemistry. It's like the same thing I say about the Sixers. These guys are cool with each other. They, you know, you get time to medic, get time to laugh, get time to cry together. And now you got all three of them coming back, and y'all think they're not going to be a problem for the Warriors? They was a problem for the Warriors in the season. I mean, y'all, y'all totally disrespecting Westbrook and, and Paul George and Carmelo. Like, they cannot come in there and beat the Warriors. It's going to be harder for the Warriors to win this year. Okay, so that's, that's other teams in the West. Then you got the Lakers, everybody. Okay, if you're trying to say that, nah, I'm sorry. LeBron is my favorite player in the league. And my second, my favorite player of all time is Allen Iverson. Listen, LeBron is not going to be able, he has never been in this situation. This is the first time we've seen this one. Now, when he came to each team, he had his guns. And then everybody else came around that. He don't have his guns now. You got Lonzo Ball. You got Kyle Kazuma. And you got Brandon Ingram. Some young guys. Just like being on Cleveland, except you have better young players. That's all it is. And he's going to make some things happen. They're going to be a playoff team. There's no doubt about that. Lakers in the playoffs. No doubt in the playoffs. That's it. In the playoffs. Where the seed goes, we'll see. We'll see six seed. I see a six seed somewhere in there. I'm sorry, LeBron has put himself in a very difficult situation to judge this. Six seed. Number six. That's what I'm saying right now because I'm rolling with the Warriors. Okay. I'm rolling with the Rockets. I'm rolling with OKC. I'm rolling with Minnesota. And I'm missing somebody. I just threw them out there, and I'm missing the, Pel- the Pelicans. That's five teams. And it's about Utah. No, I think LeBron and them will take over Utah. Utah don't impress me like that. I think LeBron and them will knock Utah up. Utah will be 7 seed. And then you got Portland coming in there. If they keep McCullum and Lillard there, and they, they, Portland's going to make a run. You know I mean, they're going to make a run. Okay? So, you got Denver. Denver's, oh, yeah, Denver. Denver's, you know, it. And then I, I, I really, Utah and Denver will put LA under. I just don't think they'll beat LeBron. I don't think that those teams will beat LeBron. So I think uh, Utah, you, mean you got Utah and you got Denver. There are going to be two teams that are going to be in it. You know what I'm saying? So it's going to be something to watch. But the real, I'm going to have to put something real to you that in the East is the Sixers, man. I just don't see nobody because, for one, if you look at Boston, Horford did a good job, okay? But he's not going to be better than Embiid. These young boys are going to come back. You think the tape on these guys, Horford is older. I mean, Kyrie Irving's played more. These guys have not even filled into nothing. They haven't even filled into their best yet. Kyrie Irving has had great seasons. Of course, he's going to have, but he's not going to be better than the evolution of Ben Simmons. There's no other way. I don't, I got to see it. Kyrie Irving's going to be dynamic, but he's not going to be greater than what he is. I just don't see that. Ben Simmons is going to evolve. He hasn't even touched us. He hasn't even tapped onto his surface yet. He hasn't even looked at it. He just blindfolded, did all this in his sleep. These are the numbers he could put up in his sleep. All right? No jump shot. They said he got exposed. He didn't exposed? You get exposed when you don't know. You knew Ben Simmons ain't had no jump shot. And the whole league knew this. The whole league knew this. There's no exposure. There's no exposure. Everybody knew it. The Celtics played good defensive game, and it wasn't like they shut them down and blew them out. They came close. It was a mistake made on one of the games. I mean, look at these games. Like, the Celtics actually dominated the Sixers. How do you say that they're over the Sixers? 
I don't get that. Looking at that series, look at it. I just don't get it. All right. Uh, I've been hearing Jamal Crawford interest, Kyle O'Quinn interest for the Sixers. Been hearing that. Um, some people want them to get Wayne Ellington. Look, man, Philly is. Let me tell you something. Their starting lineup is going to be Ben Simmons, J.J. Redick, Dario Sars, Robert Covington, Joel Embiid. Great starting line, right? Rashawn Holmes is that guy, that garbage guy. That guy come through, play great defense, rebound. Uh, um, when he came in in the playoffs, he changed the game for the Sixers. When they have Embiid, he was real good in the playoffs. What he did was add the defense and rebounded and, and, and garbage and, 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 you know, muscle to the Sixers. I don't see how nobody didn't see that. I guess everybody was sleeping. They got their opinions when they sleep. All right. You come through with Markel Fultz. This is going to be crazy because he's going to be dynamic. He's going to be a superstar. Everybody, oh, they're talking all this and that. Why can you judge Markel Fultz off 14 games? I don't get that. Because if you do, if you're judging them all them 14 games, how you didn't see he was the impact player? Especially being the youngest player to get a triple-double. All right? Um, Flurkan Corkmiles. I'm waiting to see this guy. He's just a good shooter. And he's 6'7", so he's going to be hard to just block his shot. Quick to the basket. I can't wait till they give him his time to shine. TJ McConnell still with the team. So you got three guys off the bench who could contribute. Everybody, everybody saying right now, well, Cork Myers ain't done it, man. Cork Myers is a talent. <laughs> like, come on. Y'all scared till y'all see. I seen the guy, listen, the guy got, he's playing with grown men over there in the fiber game. Okay. Grown men. He just scored 22 points. Okay, over there. Dario Sarge is dominating over there in the fiber games for Croatia. Of course, he's just one of those international stars, man. He's, he's that guy. The homie's that guy. But Corkmiles is a guy, watch out for him this year, man, I'm telling you. Everybody talking about bringing this guy in and bringing that guy in. Listen, Corkmiles is a guy, I think they'll, they'll wait. They won't brush him too much. But when he's ready to unload, man, he's going to be something to look at. Dude can shoot. The guy can score, man, so watch out. Um, Zaire Smith is there and Landry Shaman. See, this is another thing they have. Got the guards, got the, you know what I mean? I think Philly is, is amping up for another trade. I really do think something's happening because it's a, it's a loaded team. Their front, their backcourt is loaded. Shake Milton, um, much love to him. I know he has a problem with back injury. And hope he gets back healthy. 6'5", guy that can shoot. Hey, good young guy. He'll, he'll develop, you know, over the next couple of years. Probably the G League. But he's a guy to look at that another guy in the future Philly's loaded up with. Don't be saying, oh, these guys, are, Terry Rozier, look what happened with him. We got Landry Shaman, Forkin, Corkamas, TLC. All these guys were first round picks. Y'all think they're not going to develop? Like, but y'all think the Celtics is, you see what happened with them, right? But you're not going to think the process, young players. That's crazy. TLC had his ups and downs, but the boy was an impact off the bench. He can score, he can play D, but he needs a lot to learn. He has a lot to learn. There's no doubt about it. But he's going to contribute in his second, in his, uh, for the year coming up, upcoming year coming up, because he's learned. How come you think he's not going to contribute? The guy started off real good and then just got down in the year. You know what I mean? So, you know, you put him on the bench, let him learn real quick, let him see some things. TLC is a good player. Everybody going to see it. Justin Anderson still with the team. He adds a lot to the team. I mean, there's a lot of depth on Philly. Y'all not seeing this? I mean, they just want the vets. I understand the veterans and they're key. 
They did a lot for Sixers last year. Elias Sova and Bellinelli, who signed contracts. Uh, Elias Sova's gone. Um, and so was Bellinelli. Bellinelli went back to the Spurs. Uh, Elias Sova caught on again with the, with the Bucks. So, what you have to see about this team now is like the next man up. Zaire Smith is special, man. I'm telling people right now, this guy is going to play basketball. He is going to add a dimension to this to that bench. It's going to be crazy. I mean, but it's got to be. I'm just really kind of confused because we got to add somebody or trade somebody. I'm going to say that because they need to look at somehow making this team. You know, just the backcourt is just too crowded. Right now, you got three point guards. You got um, Ben Simmons, you got Landry Shaman, and you got TJ McConnell. Uh, Markel Fultz is in there. I'm pretty sure he'll play some too. But then you see, you got Zaire Smith and Furkan Korkmaz. So that that's a, for the first time, we're really crowded in the backcourt. And it's going to be real crazy to see what really happens with this team. But this team's going to be talented, man. I just don't see the Celtics, they ain't like they're not going to be a problem. Yes, the Celtics are going to be one of the elite teams in the league. There's no doubt about it. But how do you say they are more ready? Only reason I give people their pass because of Kyrie and Gordon Hayward. And then they say, oh, well, you know, the backups, the backups. Jason Tatum is a starting type player. So is Jalen Brown. So is Marcus Smart. And Terry Rozier clearly proved he's a starter. They're, yes, they're backups. Yes, okay. Yeah. They're backups. Right. But they're all great players <laughs> nobody knew this I didn't know about Terry Rozier I didn't know how good Marcus Smarthead got so these guys are ready that's all they prove they learn from these playoff teams and they're ready so it makes Boston even more deeper you know what I mean and then they're not going to be able to keep everybody when Boston deflates every a lot of their players Terry Rozier Marcus Smart we're still going to have Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid the future is super bright for Philadelphia I mean, if you really look at what's going on with this team, if you look at the evolution of what could happen with this team, Ben Simmons, Zaire Smith, Markel Fultz, Robert Covington, and Joel Embiid get the starting five for us. And you're talking about Zaire Smith. Let me, let, let's focus on the, the draft picks that we got. Cause I don't think I ever had a time to really talk about the draft picks. Zaire Smith is the real deal. Every time he shows up for workouts, uh, He's in many camps, Ricky, Ricky Minicamp right now, and games in college. This guy shows up. Complete elite athleticism. Complete. There is no way in the world you can tell me that Zaire Smith ain't ready. He's gonna add a surprise. Like you see Jalen Brown, how he how he plays. That's exactly what Zaire Smith is gonna add. That's exactly the type of player he is. Just let's look at the, look at the tape. Look at him. Look at games where he played against Villanova, when he played in the tournament. You know, taking Texas Tech to that to that to that promised land, man. He did that. He his impact is super. And I didn't even believe how good he was. I, I got a lot of people telling me this and that and the fourth. But once I got to seeing this guy play, I was like, what the? Like. He was even he was a three star, almost he's you know what I mean three star by two four seven sports. And um 
I just think they missed out on that one. He should have been a four-star. Should have been like a high four-star. This guy can play. They saying he can't shoot. He only shot 18 for 40. That sounds crazy, man. You want him to shoot more three-pointers? That wasn't even... They put him in that mode, and he... The chances they gave him, he capitalized on 45%. You got to blame that on the coach because you didn't see his <laughs> his shooting. He got 40 opportunities and hit 18, okay? He got 40 opportunities and hit 18. He could easily hit three, five. Then you can talk. But the man connected on 45% of his three-pointers. Andy Shammy, big-time gamer. Big-time gamer. I'm talking about big-time. You know, I was... Thinking Jalen Brunson because he's the best player in college basketball, but wow, what a consolation prize to get Landry Shamit! Straight up, like goodness, Landry Shamit can shoot the rock, competitive, so he's gonna get his chance. I mean, the Philly is loading up on some young guys. Another big thing that nobody else is looking at and nobody's paying attention to. Jonah Bolden. Let me tell you something. This guy was a five-star <laughs> coming out of high school. Went to UCLA. Uh, went off UCLA. Went overseas. Did his thing overseas. Did it twice. This guy is 6'9", 6'10". We talking about power forwards. That's going to be the guy to play the four. This guy can ball. So the two guys that are going to be the X-Factors, Three guys. And I say, like, once again, Shake Milton is a guy that's a sleeper. We don't know if he'll still be here, but I know he's the type of guy that has a lot of talent. A 6'5 point guard that can shoot that rock. Like, seriously, we don't know if he's going to be in this franchise, but that was a good pick. Jonah Bolden, Zaya Smith, and Landry Shamrick. These are the young guys that we got that are going to develop off the. Like, are you serious right now? Nobody sees that these guys are going to be dynamic. I just can't wait till the season starts because this needs to be seen. I think people are totally, totally like blind to what's going on. If you think the Celtics did a good job in getting rookies and developing them for a couple years, but you think the Sixers are not good enough? I mean, we talk about three, four years. These guys develop three, four years. All right. And you mean to tell me you're, you're going to sit here and tell me that the Sixers won't have the same success? Why not? After they got Ben and Joel and unrestricted free uh, 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 rookie free agents like TJ McConnell got guys like Robert Covington from the G League you think they can't get young Dario Saric you think they can't get young players to evolve oh man come on stop it alright man I'm going to take a break come back and we're going to talk about the commitment of Lance Dixon to Penn State and where their class lands at and and we also going to talk about Villanova basketball a little bit man can we talk about some Villanova basketball? Uh, uh, a guy took a visit to Villanova. Prospect, 2019 prospect. Um, hard for me to say his name. I'm a, uh, I got an interview coming up. Um, talk about some interviews I got on VUSports.com. And I'll talk about some new things coming when we get back. Follow the leader. <laughs> 